Shalom Ubrahu Rabbit Masakis Nedorim Daf Mem. Today's Daf discusses some stories about Baker Choylem davening for a Choyla, the schar of doing Baker Choylem. We talk about the Shechina being by the Choyla. Then we shift into discussion about a stream being a Kosher Mikvah and what is considered the beer necessities when heading into Gullus. What do you take with you? We begin with a story about Rav Chelba who got sick. And Rav Kahana ran outside, and he was telling everyone, Mother, Rechelba is sick, but no one's coming to visit him. So they told him, you know, there was a story with the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva. Uh, Rabbi Akiva had a Talmud who got sick, but no one came to visit him. Rabbi Akiva came in, and just by cleaning up his room and taking care of him, the Talmud actually lived. He told his Rebbe, you know, Rebbe, you actually gave me life. So Rabbi Akiva went outside, and he was Dairish, that anyone who's Mevakar Choylet, Anyone who is not Mevakachelu doesn't visit, it's as if he murdered him. It's Shvichas Damim. Because coming and visiting, you see, was giving life. When Rav Dimi came from Eretz Israel, he said that anyone who is Mevakachelu causes him to live, and anyone who is not causes him to die. Now, what do you mean causes him? Is it because when he when he, when the guy comes and sees the sick person, he'll davin. When he doesn't, then he'll, he'll davin that he dies. He's not dying that he'll die. It's just that if he doesn't do Baker Choylem, he won't be inspired to Davin. Not that he lives, not that he dies. He just won't Davin for him. Now, the first day that Rava got sick, he, he told the people around him, don't let anyone know that I'm sick. I don't want any bad mazel following me. But after the first day, he said, go out and let everyone know in the market that I'm sick. The people who hate me, they're going to rejoice. Um, and the Pasuk says, ben tismach, so that'll be a schuss for me. And the people who like me, they're going to Davin for me to get better. Rav says that anybody who does Bikr Choylem is saved from Gehenim. He learns this from the Pasuk, Ashrei Maskel, Eldol Biyoyim Ro, Yimal Tehu Hashem. And Dal is referring to Choyla. Where do we see that? Either from Midalo Yivatseini or from the Pasuk, Maduata Kochadal Ben HaMelech Baboyker Baboyker. And when it says Yoyim Ro, he's saved from Yoyim Ro, which is referring to Gehenim. Because uh, the Pasuk says, Now what's the schar for Bikr Choylem? Well, the Maral first points out that by saving someone from dying, from going to Gehenim, he earns himself getting out of Gehenim. What's the schar of Bikr Choylem? The Gemara says, Oh, you just said he gets out of Gehenim. No, what's the schar? Ooh, so uh, the Gemara says, Hashem guards over him. He'll live with prosperity in the land. And he won't be given over to his enemies. Now, Hashem protects him, it means from the Yed Zahara. He'll, he'll, he'll keep him alive and away from Yisurim. With prosperity in the land, it means that everyone will respect him or get covered through him. He won't be given over to his enemies. It means that he won't get friends, quote-unquote, like Naaman. Or rather, he will get friends like Naaman, who are good friends who healed his pain, as opposed to the friends of Rechavam, who just divided up his malchus. And on that note, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, Rechavam listened to the, to, to the young friends that he had over the advice that the Zakanim gave him. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar teaches that if the Yeladim, the children teach, tell you to build, and the Zakanim tell you to, to destroy, listen to the Zakanim. And don't listen to the Yeladim, because... The building of the Yeladim is actually destructive, and the destruction of the Canaan is actually building. And you see this by Rechavim ben Shlema.
Next, Rav Shishabrei tells us one should not visit someone who's sick in the first three hours of the day or the last three hours of the day. He should come in the middle where he'll get a good and accurate assessment of how sick he actually is. If you come early in the morning, he looks great. He doesn't need my davening. If you come late at night, he looks shrekal. He's like, wow, this is not going to help him. To come in the middle of the day, maybe that's the time where he can actually use your help. Or where he's not going, uh, going under treatment, so he'll be available and decent or uh, ready for visitors. Next, Ravan Amarav tells us, how do we know that Kaddish Baruch who nourishes the sick? The Pasuk says, And Ravan Amarav says, how do we know that the Shekhinah is above the bed of a sick person? Also, from that Pasuk, The Bryce also tells us, if someone goes to visit the sick, he should not sit on the bed, he shouldn't sit on a bench or on a chair, he should sit on the ground, because the Shekhinah is above the bed of the Chayla. Maybe that's only when the Chayla was lying on the floor. Now that the Chayla is already elevated, we could also sit on a chair. Ravan Amarav tells us, on a different note, another quote from Ravan Amarav, that rain in Eretz Yisrael can't be testified to. We can know that it rained in Eretz Yisrael, when we look at the Paras River, when that's flowing, you know that it rained and it's fed into the Nara Paras. However, this does not match up with Shmuel Shita, who says that rivers get their water from underground springs. They're self-nourished, uh, self-sourced. Although even within Shmuel, we have a contradiction because Shmuel says that if water is flowing, you can't use it for a mikvah because you never have 40 sun in one spot. Whenever, whatever 40 so you go into, that already passed on downstream. Unless you look at the Pras River during Tishrei, when the snow already stopped, it sounds from here that Shmuel holds that the river is fed from the rain. Shmuel's father used to make mikvoyas for his daughters during Nisan and mats for them in Tishrei, since they lived near the river and he didn't want them to use the river he didn't want them using it when it wasn't kosher. In Tishrei, when there was less water in the rivers, there would be more soot at the bottom, and that mud would create a chatzitza, so he gave the mats to put at the bottom of the river. Next, Rav Ami Amarav tells us that the Pasuk of Ato ben Odom, Kli Goyle, Hashem tells the Novi that, Kaiso wasn't listening to me. Get ready for Gullahs. Take along with you Kli Goyle. What are the Kalim of exile? What are the bare necessities? Gamar says it's a uh, candle for an oil candle, like the Kli that to hold the oil for a candle, a bowl for kneading, so there wouldn't be any rocks in their dough and their bread, and a mat. These are all multi purpose items, but uh, like a tablecloth type. When the Pusuk says, Bechoyser Kol, Missing everything, Rabbi Ami Amarav tells us that someone who's missing his candle and his tablecloth. Rabbi Chista says that missing the bare necessities means someone who doesn't have a wife. If Sheshes says it's someone who doesn't have a shamish, if he's used to having a shamish and he loses it, we know if Sheshes was blind, so him without a shamish is missing bare necessities. Rabbi Chista says that bare necessities include a wife because there are no Gemara and Kedusha there. Rabbi Chista got married at 16 and he attributed his greatness to his youthful marriage. Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman says that missing the bare necessities means missing daya, 
If a price that says bare necessities is salt and grease, Abaye says that a an oni poverty is only someone who does not have deya, doesn't have knowledge. And in Eretz Yisrael, where Avi Yisrael machkim, they valued knowledge. They said that someone who has das, he has everything. If he doesn't, what does he have? If someone is kind of what's he missing? But if he doesn't, then what does he have? Didobe kulabe, deloy dobe, mabe, dokoni, machoser, deloy koni, makoni. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.